Hello, listeners, and welcome to this week's Wessex Wanderers podcast with me, your host, Trutchy. It's going to be a very different vibe this week, following the sad news of the passing of our former chairman, Jack Moody Grant. He was a huge part of our club who will be missed desperately by all of us, but yet still so fondly remembered. And we're going to start the remembering here on the podcast, which will be a tribute to the man himself. So I want to kick it off with uh, our guest, Lynn Hughes. Lynn, tell us where it all began. Well, I took um, my son Darren to an under-12 football team. Um, his friend Will Moody Grant, they said his dad was running it. So I took him along to see how we got on. And I just saw this man who just seemed so harassed. And I thought, oh, poor chap, he's trying to do so much. So um, next couple of times I went, and I just said to him, is, is there any way I can help out at all? Can I help you? And he just said, yeah, by all means, have the lot. So he took over all the coaching, and I did the admin. And that was where we all started, and the friendship, let alone business partners in the club, I don't know. Um, that's where it all began, really. But every time I think of him, I can't help but smile. He was so wicked and cheeky, but his knowledge of football was unbelievable. And when you think about it, all this time now, it's got to be 25 years or more, and we're still remembering all the good times and the laughs and everything. And, you know, to, for someone that you can't forget, and I don't think he'll ever be forgotten, is, is just one of those characters. And he just took us on then from under 12s. We decided, what about having a go at doing some adult football, taking them on from where they were, into adult and that's where we got to talking about Wessex Wanderers. So how did that come about? So did you did uh, did you and Jack stay with that under 12 group all the way through the age groups under 13, under 14s and then when the time come go into adult football or? Yeah yeah we just saw it through and then when it was time um, we just thought what should we do? Shall we set up our own, and um, we went to Wessex Flyer to see if they would sponsor us, and originally they said yes, so we were going to be called Wessex Flyers, but the league wasn't very keen on that at all. It sounded too much like a pub name, and when the Wessex Flyer pulled out of sponsorship because they changed ownership, um, we decided as a group with the lads, what should we call ourselves? And we ended up with Wessex Wanderers. And we just Still stuck with the name Wessex then? Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked Wessex and Jack seemed to like it as well. And we just banded about a few names, which I can't remember now. And we just stuck with Wessex Wanderers. And we've, we've just sort of flown ever since. But it's, it's such a lovely club. And Jack put all his heart and soul into it and everything. And I wouldn't have been there that long if it wasn't for Jack. 
but it's it was sort of the laughs along the way as well. We went to a game once and the lads had played and they were getting changed. So there was this massive viewing window with a deck chair. So I was sat there looking out, waiting for the, the boys because we were, Jack and I were driving them. And um, all of a sudden I could hear this song and I looked and there's all the lads with nothing on, waving the towels in the air. And singing, but it was just that sort of a, a vibe. It was a happy club, and I think it still is. I think it's grown and grown and grown. And Jack would be so so proud. I agree. So, what was um? Tell us what was what was the first things you had to put in place when you you know you, you just starting up an adult team. Tell, tell us all about that. What so you know you obviously had to instill a manager and register because I know because Jack was um what was he, he was secretary of one of the leagues, wasn't he? He was. He, he was treasurer with the Bristol and Avon. So he would had already been well informed in the way the leagues run and everything. And we just got talking and decided that I would be the secretary. And um I can't, I can't honestly remember because it goes way, way back. Um, but I know Webbo and Gaff were involved in Ollie. And it, it was, we just, uh, I left it in Jack's hands, to be quite honest with you. Jack's right right at the very start, the boys were involved, were they? I think so, because um, I can remember Jack telling me about, um, they played a game at Fry's, big final. And it was heartbreak. Uh, it was a peculiar decision, and it meant we lost it, and we were devastated. But um, no, it's it's just sort of grown and grown. It's it's just been so lovely, you know. It's it's just one of those clubs that have the right feel, and for people to be remembering Jack as they do. It, he must have made such an impression on them. But he put everything into it, everything. We were even looking at a place of our own. Um, along the portway, there used to be a Bristol and West place. On, if you were going towards Shahampton, on the right-hand side. And we even looked into taking out a loan to actually do our own our own ground, our own stands and everything. We have big, big plans. But when it sort of came up that it was three million, uh, Jack and I thought as much as we love the club, we didn't think we could take it on with that amount of money. So we went up to um, the civil service ground up at uh, Filton. We worked there for quite a while. I've got some good memories of, of being up there. Back when the knees were the knees were working. <laughs> um, yeah, you say like about how the club's grown and grown. I, I think you and Jack laid the foundations for that though, didn't you? Our, our our club's got the reputation of doing things the right way. You know, we we don't play ringers, we don't play players who are ineligible, we don't play players who are suspended under a different name. We, we just, and that's, that's our reputation. And um, me and you were chatting yesterday, Lynn, and we said that's all down from, from Jack's morals. It that's, is. 
which we we've stuck to. So his legacy will will live on through through how we go about things, and in and in many other ways. But but that just just to name one. Yeah, yeah. Jack was he was the pinnacle. He was the base. He was everything to the club. It sounds strange, and people will sort of think that can't possibly be not one person, but it was. He just had the way of doing things, and he just took people and lads, and we we just instilled confidence. I didn't have a clue about football or administration or anything, but I'd learned it all from Jack. And I just thank him so much for that, because I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the lads. You're absolutely stars in my eyes. And, and yourself, Lynn, I know, you know, I don't want to speak on behalf of Jack, but I'm, I'm sure he's up there knowing that the club's in safe hands with yourself. So, like, everything you do, love, is, is a, a credit to him as well. So, well done. Well, thank you for that, Richie. So, we've also got the gaffer, Sean Hawkins. Gaff, tell Hello, us about the Hello, everyone. You all yeah, right? so, yeah, good. Yeah, like you said, very sad news, um, you know, and it's been a bit of a sombre weekend. Um, again, like, I think it's a really good tribute for us talking here tonight. So, yeah, I think... Um, Again, I've been trying to rack my brain really and look at try and pick out some real good points around Jack. Um, I think Lynn sort of started off really well and sort of emphasised how much of a love he was around the club and and will be forever really. Um, but yeah, I think when I went along um, and I was sort of uh, seventeen, eighteen, I'd not long been into football as I spoke about pre on my previous podcast. Um, yeah, and he was always there. And again, he was trying to get this uh, sort of younger team to um, start push, pushing for promotion. And, you know, and that season, the, the season, that season when I joined, he, he was really at the forefront of it, you know, and under the guidance of, of Kevin, the manager at the time, um, you know, and like Lynn said earlier, that, that the way we lost that, the league um, and that game, you know, he felt it as much as us and he knew deep down that we we thoroughly deserved to win it. And we were we were robbed by a, a poor decision. Um, you know, and he like I said, he was as good as we were really. Um I think but yeah, I just, go, go on, Ollie. I think if I remember when we lost that tournament, yeah, that game, we got the better medals because Jack went to the league and said we deserve to win this. And because of that, we deserve we, the medal we got was about two foot off the table, I believe. And and they <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was just about to say. I, I do yeah. remember him. He was he was so mad and angry about it, even after the game. Like you know, and for a couple of weeks after, he was you know he'd written a letter or phoned the league and was just adamant that we were robbed. And you know they just you know and like Ollie just said, then we were, we were given the bigger medals. And we we finished runners up, but we knew deep down that we that that league we won it because of a bad refereeing or linesman decision that they went against us in that final game. But um, and that was just Jack to a T. Like you know, he was always fair and wanted it wanted it fair, and he, he felt it. You know, like I said, I was only uh, seventeen, eighteen at the time, and you know, it, and it wasn't fair on us. And I think we really took it hard, and and I think we ended up. I mean, me, I ended up leaving. At the end of the season, 
um, you know, went to a different team. And then um, a few years later, I joined back up with Wessex. Um, I can't remember how I joined back up. I think I think it might have been, I met that, uh, Lynn's son out on a night out and they sort of said, oh, we're forming this new team. Like, do you, do you want to come along? And I think Lynn and just, so I was in straight away. And then, and then Dar- Darren decided to, you know, knock it on the head. Um, I think halfway through the, the first season, I think, if I remember rightly. And um, Lynn, you know, my ankle was giving me constant hassle and I couldn't, I couldn't even complete, you know, half a game where it was just constantly just the same injury reoccurring over and over again. So, you know, I didn't take any hesitation in taking the manager's job when it, when it come, come around. And yeah, that's really, you know, mine, Lynn and Jack's relationship grew, you know, and, at the time, Jack was a treasurer. Lim was uh, Lim was a chair. Uh, yeah, Jack was a treasurer as well. Um, and you know, he taught me everything he knew, and that's the reason I'm the treasurer now. You know, Maple League, which um, you know he got me onto the committee for that league, along with Lynn. And you know, that's where I learned to v- develop and you know understand not not just about how to manage, but everything that goes in on the background of it all. And, and again, like Lynn said about, you know, buying his ground, I think that, that one in the Long Report way, that was the second one. Because um, I remember we tried to get um, a ground up Hursley Lane um, previously, um, where um, I thought it was all done deal. And literally all we had to do was sign the paperwork. And I think we were planning to go over that week, a weekend or a week um, to go and meet and sign all the paperwork. And then I think Lynn, I can't remember if it was Lynn or Jack who got a phone call to say, oh no, someone else is, is, is come in and they're deciding to to keep it as robbed. And I think, you know, Lynn and Jack especially were very disappointed in, in that. And, you know, but like I said, we bounced back and we kept, we, we you know, we moved to civil service ground where we, you know, to start with, we, we, we started putting some real good runs together. And again, like I, I shared that picture we shared on social media yesterday, um, you know, seeing Jack with that bottle of champagne and Lynn holding the cup was, mm-hmm. you know, one of the one of is that picture just summed it up for me, really. You know, and yesterday when I was sending it to Lynn, um, it sort of, you know, I had tears in my eyes myself, and and then just to, to read some of the comments, you know, after you posted that on the social media, it just sort of, it, it sort of, it, it's really emotional to see, and I, and I know that Lynn Lynn has been the same, and like I said, the values that Jack has instilled in myself into Lynn. You know, into everyone in the club is it's 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 just shows the character he was, and you know, even when I I was running the pub and you know I wasn't managing the team um, when I was running the Luckwell pub, like you know, again as we spoke about, uh, Jack was selling his jewellery for um to raise money for cancer, you know, and I'd I'd hold evenings um, for him to come and sell it at the pub, and you know he'd make he'd make a fair fair bit of money on just selling his jewellery at the pub and. You know, and I, I still kept in contact with him, and and I know that you know even again we everyone knows about um, his wife Helen as well. They you know they 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 funded to buy a kit because we were struggling for a kit, and you know just things like that that they did to keep the club afloat. And you know they were him and Lynn exactly were the same. You know wanted the same thing. They were always happy to put their money in. Like you know there was times when the club was in was in real bad situations and we couldn't see an end game and then Jack would be like oh I can give you this money and you know and he just he just 
for me, epitomise everything that we do at this club. And he kept us afloat. Sometimes the same with Lynn, like, you know, the amount of times that Lynn bailed us out um, was really good. And then he, he uh, I don't know if you remember Lynn, but um, Helen brought him a, a caravan down at, at Breen. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, that's where he would spend a lot of his time, you know. And uh, again, another story that I, I really loved is, you know, I didn't, didn't, you know, have loads of money to be able to afford to go away on holiday. And he was like, oh, Sean, you can, you can stay in my caravan for a week. And, you know, and he was, he, he was always doing things like that, like, you know, and, you know, I think I ended up staying there, there a couple of times, like, you know, he just let me stay there with, you know, with, with my um, partner who I was with at the time and, you know, and, and my kids, you know, so it was, it, that was just the guy he was. And again, like we can sit here and talk about all the stories and, Again, like he, he, he will be sorely missed. And like I said, I think the last few years, I think it's been a real shame that we've not been as, in as close contact with him. Um, you know, he, 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 but at the end of the day, we still had that time with him before. And you'll never forget that. And again, like I said, I don't think we'd be where we are if it wasn't for him and, and Lynn. And, you know, as everyone knows, that that's that's why we're Wessex. And again, like you said earlier on, Trutch, that the, the rules that they've instilled in us is because of them. You know, this it's all about, we're a fair team. We don't, like you said earlier on, we don't play ringers, you know, we don't play people that are not signed on and, you know, everything's by, by the book. So yeah, that's, that's for me uh, so far. So, yeah. You, you say that like Jack is where it all began. So basically I, I've been I've been looking at some of the comments on the on the social media stuff, so I'll, I'll chip in throughout this podcast with some of the things that have caught my eye. But on that note, Gaff, one one that caught my eye was from from the Wessex Wanderers all time top goal scorer Carney, Jamie Carnavale, yeah. and he just he literally just put the club that Jack built. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's, no. Something so short, but literally and simple. Isn't it? Says yeah. it all. But- it's true to everything, exactly isn't it? Exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, so, viewers, you, uh, listeners, even listeners, you might have heard uh, a little voice chip in a little while back, Mr. Ollie Cleveley. So, we're welcoming Ollie onto the podcast for the first time as well. So, Ollie, what have you got to say about Mr. Jack? Um, obviously, Jack. Jack. It takes a lot to manage a club, any club. You look at the managers in place today what they've got to do. It's not just about managing clubs, managing people, how people grow. You, you, you turn people, you turn me from 14 years old, not really knowing a lot about life and how to play football and to conduct myself. And he, he kind of taught me how, how to be a man. I, I, I owe Jack a load of, a load because I just think he's a, he was a special man to me in my life. Definitely. If, if I go to words Lynn said, wicked and funny, that that does sum him up so so well. He was just that kind of person, just an amazing person to be around. He wasn't he wasn't an angry man. He'd never shake and shout, and he wouldn't do that. He was just could speak to people in a calm way and get his message across. I I, I think am I frozen out here? Sorry. I think Lynn that on. is what Jack. Was, I think that's what Jack was about. I mean, the early days of BYE. Like Lynn said, he was stressed around. He had kids running everywhere. It just was that kind of atmosphere. But he controlled us all. He got us to play football, got us to to link up well, and and that's what Jack was. 
Jack was just someone who everybody wanted to, to grow with. Just had that feel, didn't he, Oh, He definitely it, did. I think, I think he just had that persona around him that you, you felt comfortable with him at all times. And some of the lads, um, he took them under his wing. They had nowhere to go. They didn't have very good family background and support. And yet Jack was there for them as well, doing what he could for them, giving them advice. He was just one of those kind of people that would put their hand to anything, really. I, I got in touch with um, with Scouse, Jamie Davis Dunn, to let him know the to the, the sad news, and he was absolutely devastated. He, um, I offered him onto the podcast tonight to say a few words, but he even he said, "I don't think I, I can." But he, he 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 said, "You say about Jack just doing anything for anyone." He Scouse said he'd, he'd pick him up from all over the place and take him to football. What <laughs> Scouse actually said mainly because Scouse was so unreliable. I think he. I think he was getting at, but but Jack would go and get him, make sure he was at the game. And Scouse described him as the most selfless bloke ever. And he just wanted the best for everyone he was associated with, which I think is very true. A lot of it, Trenchy. He wanted to give like a family feel to. Because a lot of the boys, as I said, had no family support. He didn't see the parents come and support the children or anything and it was quite obvious that he was there as a mentor a father figure someone that they could just go and talk to if they were getting into any problems they just needed a place to belong and jack made it that place i remember every presentation night jack and mrs jack would be there down the look well and, and all the players would want that, you know that just those few minutes they, they you know in, in between the awards and getting the drinks you'd look over to where to where jack was sat or they're, they're still sort of queuing up to have a chat with him but everyone wanted everyone wanted that you know that precious five minutes at presentation night chatting to jack yeah all his bling so so just yeah so true yeah like you said his jewelry was yeah, again like an absolute true gentleman and again like i think just everything he did for the club was was phenomenal, and you know, and like I said, led us to where we're in that, that you know that season that we, you know, we start we you know we were winning things. It, 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 the joy on his face was was phenomenal, and like I said, that picture you know summed it up for me. Like it was it was fantastic, and yeah, to win the trouble, and you know, and he it just he was happy that we'd done it, you know, and I actually started you know winning a few things. You know, rather than being the team that sort of finished runners up and or ju just get sort of top three and then just to, you know, win it all in, in a short space of time was just phenomenal for him. And, yeah, I'm glad we, you know, we managed to do it. And, you know, and again, I think we're starting to do that a bit more now. You know, we've, you know, under Weber, we, you know, we won a title, you know, and Tom and Matt, the way, the way they've sort of turned the fortunes around the club over the last few years, he, he'd be proud of every one of us now. And, and that's what, you know, that's what, what makes me feel happy, you know, thinking that he was, he had those memories as well. So. During, 
during Jack's time with the club, uh, you know, I like to think the, cl- the club gave him lots of lots of really good memories. But as a as a club currently, we want to we want to create further mem- further things for him to be proud of, mm-hmm. even after he's gone. So, so there, we really wanted a couple more on the. So basically, we wanted to do this podcast. We're filming this on the Sunday night, and really, we need to film it in order to get it get it out for the release on a Thursday. So it's a bit last minute. Um, I'm sure there's few there's a few people out there who I, you know, we tried getting hold of, and I'm sure they would have been desperate to come on and say a few words, but we couldn't speak. People like Baz, Gary Russell, and Scott Cleveley, we know how much Jack Jack meant to them. Um, Webbo, Webbo as well. He, he sent a few words, Webbo. So I just want to read out. <clears throat> Jack was a truly lovely man who put others before himself. He supported all the lads and laughed at all our childish behaviour on, on and off the pitch. Another another great... That, that makes me think of... So I've been looking at uh, a lot of pictures on the social media the last couple of days. You know, the, what Gaffer was talking about, the trophy with Lynn. But, but what's the one with... Um, well, I think it's a tour picture. Someone Someone's pulling a Mooney and... It looks like it looks like the and squad's there, and, and Jack's having the time of his life. Gaffer, you might know where that was from. I think yeah, Ollie's sorry, in the was the, he, Ollie was in the picture. Yeah, that, and again, that was from when we um we 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 got robbed. Really, that was the the night. You know, we were all at at the ground um having a few beers, and again, yeah, someone decided to get their back so out in the middle of a photo. Well, I wonder who that was. <laughs> Yeah, was it you, Gav? Like, see, look at it was me indeed. <laughs> um, and just just to look at it and actually think, oh my God, Ollie looked so young. And and again, like a few of a few of the other lads that were in the photo, you know, that um, that I brought along to um, to BYE, um, you know, that I, I I grew up with just around the corner. You know, a guy called Ian Williams and David Kerfoyce. You know, they were really good friends of mine and. Um, to look at those pictures and think, oh my god, like you know, um, again was phenomenal. And like you saw Robbie on there and Webbo and Baz, and obviously uh, Will Moody Grant was on there. Obviously Jack's son, um, you know, and we, again he played for played for Wessex, and you know he he was a very you know good player. And Jack, what another thing that I loved about Jack is that. Is he wouldn't treat Will any different to anyone else in the club? Whereas sometimes you think, oh, because he it was his son, he would he would sort of favour him, but he never did, and it was always everyone that was was treated the same. And yeah, it was just it was sort of, it brings back all the memories, you know, when you see these pictures and and, that, and there's a few more that around, you know. And Ollie put a lovely photo of him and Jack up on social media as well, which was, yeah, absolutely lovely, you know. And it, it like I said, it just summed him up. I, I can't, I can't remember what was that a picture when he did that when he brought the kit or was that just one where you signed on Ollie? Sure, that was a kit he bought. Um, I did sign yeah, on I that year. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it just showed him what, what him and Helen were all about. You know, and and even he, again, I'm pretty sure um, Lynn might correct me if I'm wrong, but she, she didn't. I don't think she knew much about football. Um, but she absolutely loved the club as well, you know, and they, they both did, you know, and she was always, again, like you said, as presentations, they would both come along and 
you know, enjoy it. And, you know, and like I said, even though we, we messed about a lot at times, um, he, he didn't, he, he was good as gold with us. And yeah, I just think all those he good times and all those memories. Yeah. Didn't he? Oh, absolutely. You know, and, oh, you know, like I said, I remember him used to, um, when we used to go to the Bristol Naval meetings, like, you know, I'd go and pick him up because he did not live far from where I, I live. And, and then the, the next time we go, I go and get him and, you know, and we sort of have conversations in the car, but he, you know, and he was like, oh yeah, this is what we should be doing. And, you know, he's all, he always has things to say and always, you know, was always trying to, to do better and trying to improve the club, you know, and again, like I said, like Lynn said, again, like, you know, anyone that wants to go and buy a club, uh, buy a pitch for a club, you know, and like I said, if the fight, if the money would have been right at the time, I'm pretty sure he would have brought it. Um, and he wouldn't have questioned about how he was going to pay for it, and he would have worried about that after. But that was just what he was like. And yeah, it's just a, it was just a, it was just a pleasure to be around, wasn't he? You know, and like I said, I don't, you know, I don't, I can't really remember many times where I saw him get angry or upset with something that someone had done. You know, and. Yeah, I just yeah love the guy really, and it's a very sad day for the club. Um, and yeah, I just and just seeing all those comments yesterday, and you know, and even today, I've had a quick look as well, and it, it just makes me very proud that he, he was part of this club. He absolutely loved everybody in the club, and he just wanted to do the best by the lads as well. Anything he could do to support them, he would. And he always had your backs, always. And anything he could do to improve, make sure you got there. Uh, he just wanted to give you that time. Uh, but it was really funny because I spent a lot of time at Jack and Helen's house. Used to go down there. Poor Helen, she had to sit and listen to me and Jack talking about Wessex all the time. And she was so lovely about it. And but she was very supportive as well. She she said you were all lovely lads. Even um even their close friend used to live up the road, um June. Um he, he always collared her into doing stuff for the club, like literally like again, I did I don't know, she 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 was not I don't think she was a big, big football fan, but I could no. be wrong. But it, it, again, you and you and Jack had your way of like roping people into do stuff like you know, and I think <laughs> like the, the just that was him to a T, wasn't it? You know, and I know him and June, you know, have been good friends for, for God knows how long and many, stuff like many that. Years. But, yeah, they were but like on um at Person Street School. Person School, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. And about they, that. Yeah. I was talking to June and she said we always had to behave and be business like at these governors' meetings. She said, but when we weren't there, oh, she said that we play up. It was hilarious. And yeah. Jack, um, he used to help Helen run um, Slimming World. Um, yeah, he did, yeah. Slimming World consultant. And he used to get June dressing up as a fairy at Christmas and he'd be dressed <laughs> up as Father Christmas um, just to help out. And June said to me today, she said, can you imagine me? She said, dressing up as a fairy. She said, but he managed to get me to do it. I said, I know he, was, he had that way. He was just that type of guy, wouldn't he? You'd do anything for him, like, you know, yeah. if he asked you to do it. And I think, again, like, some of those 
posts we've seen on social media, you know, and again, I always, I always remember, like, we, we always used to have, you know, fierce competitions against some, um, the Biddeford guys and, you know, yeah. and they've got like, so um, Andy Scott and, um, oh, what was the, the goalkeeper who used to play? What was his name? Chris Miles. For, that's the oh, one, yeah. yeah. He sent me yeah. a message today. Oh. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, loads of players. Loads of players yeah. that have been in touch. Gary, Gary Beals, another player who just popped up. And, oh, yeah. Wow. Him, him, him and Will were really good friends. Yeah. Said, well, wish isn't it? Things like Yeah, exactly. Really, loads and loads of players who just kind of remember Jack and I've forgotten over the time. Yeah. And, yeah, like that. And, you know. the, and such a kind of man. Yeah, no, yeah um, we had our our old uh, friendly Tony rivals, Parson Street. Oh, sorry, I'll. I, I had a bit of delay <laughs> there. Go on, I, go on. You That's, carry on, I'll. Yeah, I, I just I was just saying there's a, there's quite a few names there that uh you remember you were just about to name another one. Yeah, Chris Chrissy Barts, the Parson Street uh, reserves manager. But you know we've we've had a good uh, good local rivalry with them over the years. But he he put something nice on Facebook. Um, where it's so thoughts thoughts are with everyone involved at Wessex Wanderers. Jack was a top bloke and a true gent loved by many. And that was from Chrissy and everyone at Parsons Street, old boys. So yeah, big, big thank you to, to everyone at Parsons Street for your kind words. Also, yesterday at both the, the first team and reserve team games, we had we had minute silences. Um so a, a, and they were they were impeccably observed as well. So a big thanks to Jamaica Bells, who the first team played, and, and Long Ashton Victoria, who the reserves. Yeah, I'd like to thank everyone, you know, that did that yesterday. And yeah, we really appreciate it. We know I know it means a lot to 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 Lynn. Um, you know, and again, every, everything that's gone on over the last couple of days, you know, and um it just shows that how much people adore him and you know like all the stuff that's been happening in the last couple of days you know this we've got this um fundraising page as well that's gone up um yeah which um Trachy will read out a bit later but yeah like and just you know again like that you've had to change the target because it was really the money was raised so quickly and yeah I'll let you uh, go into that a bit further but well, yeah, I think I think the original target was set at 150 pound, and then it, it was at about 180, 190 within the hour, wasn't it? So you know, over, yeah. over the course of what a, a, about it was probably about 24 hours now, we've hit 305 pound raised for Macmillan Cancer Support, which is just brilliant, and a credit to a credit to Jack, and you know, a lot a lot of especially, those, especially yeah, a lot a lot, sorry, a lot sorry, of those saying, especially in this day. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, the, the joys of uh, Zoom modern technology, eh, Gav? Yeah, go on. that's it. Go on, it's all you, you No, I was just saying, like, especially at a moment, you know, when there's so much uncertainty in in the world, like with the lockdowns and, you know, everything. Again, we don't ever know what's going on in everyone's personal lives, but, you know, for people to donate money um, as fast as they are, you know, fair play to, to the people out there. And oh, I can't thank them enough. And, I'm, you know, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, everyone that knew Jack would happily donate. So yeah, no thanks. And sorry for interrupting. Over to you, mate. No, no, no. It's, uh, and and it's not even those that knew him. It's, you know, some of our players who have only been at the club a season or two, maybe a little bit more. They're they're chucking money in as well. And you know, they they never had the honour of meeting Jack, and, and they're doing it just because they know how, what what Jack means to us as a club, what he means to Lynn, 
what he's done for the club. We, you know, and, and all credit to to Lynn and everyone at the club for, you know, it, in recent years when when Jack had to step back as, from his role as chairman, just making sure he's remembered and and his presence is still felt. Um, he left such a, a lasting memory with you all the time. You know, lots of things that were happening and you just smile about it when you think about it. That, I don't think I've ever thought about Jack in any other way than, yeah, yeah, you were all right. You were a good, good man. I, I think it was on, I think it was on Ollie's post where um, I think the way he summed him up was, I think, did you, did you call him the friendly BFG or was that what, what you put yeah, on your post, Ollie? I can't remember the yeah. exact word in, but. But he didn't ever mind, dog, did he? He just wanted to be part of it and have a laugh and a joke with everybody. Yeah. I think. Oh, sweet. Sorry. It was that thing. It was, we were young. I mean, anyone to me is a giant anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And took it on. And then just called me a git. His main, main word to me was git all the time. He's. <laughs> do you use that? <laughs> One to me quite often. <laughs> yeah. Your um your Darren, Lynn, your Darren had some kind words to say as well. He, he he put the man was a legend and will be sorely missed. Everything that he did and achieved will be lived on for many years through Wessex. So that's that's some nice words as well. Yeah. Do you know what do you know what really hit home for me? And this was this was something that one of our current players put on there. So Callum Rogers, he puts him on there, bearing in mind that Callum had never met Jack. Um, but what, what he put just really surmised for me how ingrained in the club's DNA Jack is. So this is what Callum put. He put, never met him before, but heard the stories. Immortalised for me when I won the Jack Moody Grant Young Player of the Season Award. And that was in 2016-17. I was told of his importance and what that award should mean and the impact he had. A huge loss and each win is for him. And like I say, the fact that he, he never met the man, but he, he still understands what he means to the club and what that award with his name on means to win it. Absolutely fantastic for me. Um, Tom, so sorry, Trudgy. No, I was, I was just... Say, yes, go on, Chief. No, go on then. Go on then. I was just always, gonna always say, you first. Um, Tom said he'd never met him, but Jack knew of you, Tom. Did he? He did. That, Every that was from time. Me. That was from you. Uh, <laughs> of course. Welcome, welcome, Tom Trimble, first team manager for our uh, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, um, whenever but... I met Jack, I always told him about the lads. Past and present, he was always interested. So he knew exactly what was going on. Uh, so Tom, he, he did know of you. Uh, it's amazing because I, as you know, just em emphasise what Callum said. I, I, I never met him. I never have the honour of meeting him. Um, but those awards and stuff, every single presentation, you know, he had the JMG awards. Um, and I think it got changed to Young Player of the Year, didn't it? I think for the last couple yeah. of years. Um, but as, as Callum said so well, 
you know, ev- everyone knows, everyone that's been at Wessex knows about Jack, even the, the recent ones in the last couple of years, the new players. If you go to a presentation night, you know Jack's a, you know, such a big part of the club. And it's, uh, you know, and it just, it just makes, you know, you know, just like you, Lynn, just makes the club so welcoming, so special. Um, and that's why everyone, everyone absolutely, you know, adores the club. Yeah. We've also got a future Wessex Colts manager, Mark Hooper. Mark, do you want to, do you want to say, share a memory? Uh, yeah, it's, it's actually quite a quite a funny one for me. So it was the first presentation night that I attended, um, and I, I wasn't introduced to to Jack, um, but I heard there were raffle tickets being sold. So I seen some big geezer in the corner wearing a load of gold, and for always probably big big coat, big long and, coat. Um, and a massive queue going up to him as well. Which obviously, as as I think Sean said earlier, like. You know, any presentation night, all the players were there to to see Jack, and I thought, oh, this this geezer is selling the raffle tickets. So I got in the queue and got got to the front of the queue after about five ten minutes, and I went, oh, can I have two, please? And he kind of looked at me, and his his wife sat next to him. He said, I don't know what you mean, fella. I went, you you the geezer selling raffle tickets? He went, no, no, I'm not. And I was like, oh my goodness, couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so nice, even in that sort of situation. He, he, obviously, you know, we were all wearing our, our Wessex gear and stuff like that. And um, it was actually later on that night I was given the um, reserve team um, players player of the season. And he, he said, there you go. He said, that's probably worth about a quid for you, mate, because uh, making a joke about the raffle ticket oh. earlier. But he was he was just such a, a, a massive character. And um, you know, as we can we can tell by the messages on social media and the uh, you know the fundraising and stuff through the GoFundMe, just him and the whole family are just massively respected by by everybody at Wessex, and you know it'll be be sorely missed for sure. Your uh, your future assistant sent me a, a message, which I'm going to read out on his behalf, Scotty Harrison. <clears throat> so he put. What a privilege it was to meet this gent. I will always remember the first time I actually met Jack. It was after a pre-season friendly. This was maybe the second or third friendly match. I was only 16, and for some reason I hadn't signed on yet. But I remember Jack watching those games on the side. Hearing he was the chairman and seeing him have a giggle after the games with the older players. So after this friendly, I remember Jack coming over to me and smiling, saying, come with me, in his deep voice. He walked over to the, bo- the back of his car and he popped the boot and there were the signing on forms there with a pen next to them. He said, so for Scott, he said, for me, that was, that was huge as it was, it was my, his first time in men's football and this man thinks, oh my God, I, I'm good enough to sign on for them. So obviously, he put, obviously I signed straight away, we shook hands and now I was a Wessex player. Another memory he had of Jack is they were playing away at Bristol Manor Farm Reserves in probably Scott's second season at the club. Before the game, they were warming up and Jack comes onto the field, asks Scott for a word. Scott was thinking, oh no, what have I done? Walking over sheepishly. So him and Jack walks away and Jack says to him, Scott, there's a scout here to watch you today. I want you to enjoy this game. Just play your game and be the best you can be. 
and Scott's put, to me, that shows the class of Jack, that he always wanted the best for his players, no matter what age you were. Jack, you will be missed by many, a true gentleman who made time for everybody. R.I.P. Lovely word, Scott. No, well done, Scotty. There's been so many kind words on all our, our social medias. We'd love to read them all out, but... Um, there was there was one from his his son Will acknowledging all the kind words. Went there, went there, Gaff. I'm just looking looking through to find yeah, it. So, yeah, I just find it. It just says um, again, it just says uh, thank you all so much. It was a tough and sad day for us all. Dad loved Wessex Wanderers and was so proud of what the club had become and what he achieved over the years. Dad was always will be Wessex through and through, and you know it just sums it up really and. And again, just there's just there's just loads. It's just good to see all these read all these comments. There's loads of good stuff on there, you know. And again, like you, uh, uh, Tom put up, you know, the minute silence yesterday, and the, the sort of GoFundMe page, and you know, and Will's put on there. Thank you, Dad. We're so we're so proud of Wessex and everyone, you know. And yeah, just and you know, it's, it's Samantha as well. Um, just I honestly, don't know what to say. Uh, thank you, you know, so it just sort of goes to show that, you know, he's hit a lot of, he's he known a lot of people, you know, and just looking through it, like, you know, there's people on there like uh, Cogsall, you know, I think he was, he was, you know, at BYE in Wessex as well, and you just look through it, and, you know, Dan Harris, you know, and just look through it and think, oh my God, all these players that you haven't seen for, for a while, you know, all commenting, right, and he, he was, part of everyone's life that, that you know whether it was BYE or whether it was Wessex and you know he, he like you said he was just that nice approachable guy and you just had a lot of time for him you know yeah again same with Lynn as well like Lynn and Jack would sit for hours as you know just talking about what to do next and where we could where we wanted it to be and yeah I just think yeah it's really nice to see and like I said it just uh, sort of puts puts things into perspective sometimes as well, doesn't it? You know, that with everything that's going on and, you know, and that being able to have a big club like we've got and, you know, expand into a third team there, that we've got places for these, you know, lads to, to come along and play and, and enjoy it really. And that's what we want to do. Where it all started, um, as, as Lynn said earlier, isn't it? With, with a group of young lads, almost a group of misfits, not knowing where to go, what to do. And then, we, you know, Jack and Lynn make it so that they go into, into men's football. Lynn, do you want to wrap it up with one final word on, on Jack? I'll try. It's very difficult because I just can't tell you what an absolute star he was. But um, he is and always will be West Section Jury. He'll always be with us, always. And I don't ever want to forget that memory. But lads, please know he loved you all and supported you all. And I know if he could be here now, he'd be so proud. And he'd say to you, well done, lads. Well done. Very proud. I think, yeah, I think that's the perfect place to wrap it up. So thanks, Lynn, and, and, and thanks, everyone, for, 
for taking part. Difficult times, especially for the family. So fault, faults with all the with all the family. Um, but yeah, Mr. Jack Moody Grant, rest in peace. We can't begin to thank you enough for everything you've done. Good night, Mr. Chairman.